Welcome to Top Stories, I'm Andy Zaltzman. In today's rummage into the past via the archives of the Bugle, we go to India and November 2016. Pal filled the Bugle in on Narendra Modi's shock and awe tactics on tax evasion. In our fifth episode after relaunch, issue 4005, entitled Who Do I Bribe? So before we get on to this week's top story, we'll just check the uh, current British stropometer reading. Uh, that's 8.4 this week. That's a bit less of a crank than we've been in for most of the year. US, that's coming in at 12.6. Uh, that is good news for the new cantankerousy that is taking over the political world. Uh, Anuvab, how stroppy, by comparison with Britain and America, how stroppy is India right now? Um... Is very a number? Very. Uh, no, going with the javelin thing, I've been very specific with measurement today, Andy, as you know. Uh, very, very is, is, is what I'm going with. So, you know, as the rest of the world correspondent, you know, it's, it's my responsibility to, to look for problems around the world far and wide. So I've traveled, being based in India, I've traveled far and wide to find that the biggest problem in the world was in India. Um, <laughs> So again, again, that that goes to show the reach and diligence of my world travels, and I found it right outside my house. In that, the, <laughs> the nation has has this nation of a billion people, uh, which some people have heard of. I don't know if all the people in the world know what India is, but some people may have heard of it. Um, it uh, they outlawed currency. They have outlawed. <laughs> All currency. All currency. 86% oh. of, of, I mean, of course, uh, you know, any economist listening to this will obviously dispute that, but they will also realize that, that this is pretty much nonsensical banter, just loosely based <laughs> on facts. But that's also the rest of the world, I think. So I think we're only following a pattern. Um, so 86% of the currency in use has been uh, just uh, overnight uh, cancelled, withdrawn. And then that raises many questions. Can you do that? Can you, can you, and anyone in the world, can they do that? Can you, for example, in Great Britain, the country you, you, you are in, could somebody just uh, say from tomorrow, the 10 pound note, the 50 pound note and the 100 pound note are invalid and now just, uh, <laughs> just make do. <laughs> it is a truly extraordinary story, this. I mean, I, don't, I think in Britain we'd, I mean, we'd probably quite happily take that on um, because, I mean, we, you know, we'd just get us further away from Europe, which has currency. And, you know, if we could get rid of currency or at least go back to, you know, to basic kind of pig-based economy that we used to be quite happy with until the Romans came over here with their coins, um, I think we'd be happy with this. This is one of the most extraordinary stories that I can remember <laughs> reading about in all our years on the Bugle. What happened is uh, Narendra Modi, the Prime Minister of India, uh, he, he pulled a genuine political rabbit out of the hat. And in this age of leaks, that is quite surprising. No one seemed to be expecting this. And it was one... I mean, he pulled this rabbit out of the hat, and the rabbit had bloodshot, terrified eyes. <laughs> but it was still a rabbit. And he announced that he was withdrawing the two most used banknotes in India from circulation, the 500 rupee and the 1,000 rupee notes, roughly equivalent to the classic British banknotes, the fiver and the tenor. And he announced this in an unscheduled broadcast on the evening of the 8th of November. And this law came into effect at midnight that night. <laughs> now that is... I mean, that is quite... To basically pull, as you say, all currency, 86% of it, but we're rounding it up for for the ease of mathematics, all currency, basically all currency out of circulation in a four-hour uh, f- f- time frame. That is, 
in a country where 90% of all transactions still take place using cash, that is bold stuff. That is, I mean, I guess the kind of stuff you would expect from a prime minister who quite a lot of people in India think is a borderline genocidist. But, uh, you know, he's clearly not lacking in confidence. How has this gone down, Anuvab, the sudden withdrawal of 86% of all physical money? I think the biggest problem, Andy, is that Indians uh, are having to stand in queues in an orderly fashion. And... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> India not being Singapore, uh, because, you know, any culture that's that's used to any sort of system, uh, you know, the, is, is used to queues. But now uh, Indians having to form an orderly queue, there are two problems with that. One is every time there's a queue in India, there's one thought in an Indian person's head. <laughs> Who do I bribe? <laughs> the great irony here, however, Andy, is that you need to stand in the queue to get to the money to bribe someone. So what we're dealing <laughs> with here is a philosophical conundrum. <laughs> what we're dealing with here is almost Aristotelian in its in its appeal and reach. Because, you know, that which is, is also is not, I think, is one of the Greek philosophers' <laughs> questions of our time. And I think that that is what has been posed here. I mean, there's, of course, you know, there's, of course, a lot of talk in India, in the business circles, you know. Because luckily, luckily, you know, we, um, I mean, I don't know where you got your statistics from, but luckily, India is not a poor country that survives entirely on cash where 500 million people are not literate. Luckily, that is not the case. I mean, what you're looking at is sort of a digitized 21st century lethal economic behemoth. That's what you're looking at. Uh, So so we were already on the edge of stuff. But the big question was, can we be Sweden overnight? Right. Lots of Indian business people would ask, can we be Sweden overnight? And I think one man needed to get up and said, let's try. (laughs) <laughs> right. So, and I think I think he just took it quite literally, and he said, "Let's try." Now, <laughs> now they did there. There is a very large unorganized cash sector, right? But is it really that important? I mean, because you have to ask yourself: three hundred million people eating and having access to basic supplies. What is the big deal about that? <laughs> Why is that critical? You know, and I think well, that that is that's learned behavior, isn't it? That was basically the attitude that the British Empire had to India during major famines, isn't it? I've got found this amazing quote from the Great Famine of the 1870s. Now, you are an eminent historian and you've done uh, uh, stand up shows about uh, Indian history and uh, the, the history of you know, Britain in India. I was reading about the Viceroy of India, Lord Lytton. Um, who during the Great Famine of the 1870s, uh, when Britain exported over 300,000 tonnes of wheat from India whilst more than 5 million people starved to death, um, he, he believed that apparently market forces alone would suffice to feed the starving Indians. Uh, that is, I mean, 140 years on, the world is really still sticking pins in that theory to try and see if they can make it work. But that is... Uh, Correct. But maybe Correct. that's... I mean, this, the, the, the legacy of that attitude has clearly informed this demonetization. Exactly, exactly. And I think there's, there's some agile thinking there. You know, like Lord Lytton was on to something when he said, you know, if the ship stops here, there would be grain for people. But if the ship doesn't, can they still eat? Even though there's no food. Let's see. <laughs> 
So I think it's a fundamental uh, question of market forces when the market forces that are given to you are nothing, right? <laughs> because Adam Smith in economics, has, you know, in The Great Economist, had always said, zero is not a great number. You can't do much with zero. Um, I may be paraphrasing, but he said something like that. Zero is not a very high quotient in economics. I think they're challenging Smith. I think they're saying, mm, let's see. Let's see. Um, if you've got no money because I've outlawed everything, apart from selling your cousin for some rice, what other <laughs> innovative methods can you come up with? That's the question India has to grapple with. Well, it's basically challenging the Indian people to grasp the baton of 21st century entrepreneurialism. So, you know, it's, if, if you can't rely on hackneyed old banknotes and you have to develop your own cousin for rice-based economy, that will give you a head start on, on everyone else in the world. Precisely, Andy, precisely. You've, you've really hit it. It's, it, is, it is a startup economy. You know, uh, I'd read a thing about Silicon Valley once, and they had said that a startup needs to be hungry. And I think Mr. Modi has taken that literally. <laughs> I, I think that if you're, if you're a startup, if you, who is the entrepreneur? You're the entrepreneur. You're starving. You're not just starving to build Facebook. You're literally starving. So what would you come up with to change things? And I think that, that really there was always potential among a billion people. But the only way you could find that potential was to just make their bank accounts invalid. And I think that... <laughs> <laughs> that there's really no truer test of a person. And I don't think nudity, like a lot of people think what's the most shameful thing in the world, being found nude in public, right? Um, happened to me a couple of times. I wouldn't want to get into it in further detail. <laughs> happened in several countries where I'm not allowed. Well, those are some stories we're going to have to get to. But, but that's a different problem, Andy. But the point you raise, very valid point, extremely valid, which is there's no greater test than saying, just like Lord Lytton did, I am just going to take this bank account from you you were not expecting this. This has never happened in human history. But now that it has, what are you going to do with yourself? You know, is, are, you going to, are you going to put that shoe in the microwave? Um, are you going to use your child uh, to do some manual labor? Are you going to grow your own tomato? Um, what, what, how resourceful are you? And it really makes you think back, really, to, to the days of the first Egyptian people by the Nile, you know, um, They'd have to come up with stuff, right? They were like, okay, I guess this is a seed. I don't have any plowing equipment. Um, what should I do? Let me see. Can I just use this human being as transport? You know, you start really <laughs> thinking on your feet. And I think that's what's happening here. So basically you're saying that just need to give it, you know, five or six months and there'll be some massive pyramids all over India. <laughs> I think so. I think so. I think so, Andy. They, they, they would. I think you're right. I think uh, what you've unleashed is per perhaps the precursor to the Emperor Akhenaten the <laughs> first. <laughs> that was another top story. Thank you for listening. Now pop over to the Mothership and listen to the latest issue of the Bugle. It's like this show, but longer and newer. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now.